Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Slabberknocker Scoop. Give you the weekly update in the world of WWE with Raw, SmackDown and NXT. And it is our Extreme Rules review, which happened last night on WWE Network. I am Ash and I'm with my tag team partner, James. James, how's it going, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, 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 mate. Good. Uh, no. You ready to do this thing? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's um, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting into some rush. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, if you haven't listened to one of our review um, shows, all we do is we take turns in going first on our thoughts. Um, we also mention our predictions and what it was and if we were right or not. Um, I'm sure James will mention each timing. For each um, match as we go along yeah. as well. You know, I love a timing. I'm a stickler. I, I love the timings as well. It's pretty I'm good. A, I'm a stickler for that. <clears throat> and um, we will go chronological order of how the event happened. Uh, so, with that, we're going to start with the two pre match show. Yeah, the, the, the pre show matches. Yeah. And we'll go in. Um, so, Shinsuke Nakamura. Versus Finn Balor, do you want to start with this one first, yeah? Yeah, so um, this popped up on the day, um, on the Sunday yesterday. It literally, you know, on the day said, oh, extra match added. So um, into the pre-show. Um, I thought it was good. It was quick, but it was good. Um, I liked what the content was. Uh, what we were saying, like, the other week about, or the last show about um, Shinsuke kind of, like, we wanted this to kind of build a little bit more and then kind of Shinsuke, I said, about beating the demon. Um, so where this was kind of just like rushed onto the show last minute. And we did say as well on the podcast like last week that I did say that, you know, I, we we had the matches booked in up until that point, but I, I did kind of foresee another one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I liked what we got. Um, Nakamura is now our Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm a Balor fan, so it's a bit frustrating because I was yeah. like, you know, are you seriously going to do Balor dirty on the pre-show? And they yeah. did exactly that. So, um, I'm in that, in that sense, I'm a little aggrieved by it. But with Matt Nakamura as champion, I'm I'm also like happy at the same time. So, I'm just hoping that they can build something. Like if if it, if they're going to keep it going, have um like I say, get the demon involved for SummerSlam, you know, and then have yeah. like. If Nakamura beats him again, that elevates Nakamura. Yeah. Because um, otherwise, Balor's going to do nothing. He's just going to fall even further from grace. So, um, but yeah, this this one went seven minutes forty, um, which as a pre-show match is pretty average, I guess. Um, yeah, they're normally under ten minutes, aren't they? Pre-show matches. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I if did it's expect- ten minutes or more on a pre-show. Um, match then that's pretty generous isn't it? I mean I, I expected it to be somewhat quick anyway but I think, I think they got you know they did they did quite well they they squeezed in what they could into the time so yeah not bad for, not bad opening start to the show so yeah uh, when I saw this match announced last minute I was quite disappointed first of all these guys are main card performers and just the way that they sloppily added them last minute as a pre-show match of all things, I was like, what What are you guys doing? Um, so for something that should really be good news, it kind of felt like an insult because 
you know, people like No Way Jose, right? They're pre-match performers. Um, pre-show, sorry, I keep saying pre-match. They're pre-show performers, but not these guys. Um, and because it was a pre-show match, you know, I almost put, I, you know, you could always put money on it that no, nothing really is going to change. It's just to get the crowd warmed up a little bit um, for the main event, right? <clears throat> so uh, I thought, okay, well, fine. You know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to do what they're going to do. Finn's going to retain and then maybe they'll develop something into SummerSlam. Um, however, luckily I didn't put any money on it because, bloody hell, you know, with that win, that was, I can't remember the last time I've been shocked with a pre-show match. <laughs> I mean, it was a nice kickstart. Um, I'm still disappointed with it being a pre-show match. Uh, I would have loved to have seen, uh, you know, 10, 15 minutes of it. Uh, but, you know, it was a nice start. I, I mean, thought I... from this win, Finn was was then like, OK, bam, this is perfect for him to join the club now. And then, see, but it, yeah, it didn't happen. So I don't know what's going to happen, whether it's just going to accumulate into a bigger, um, you know, storyline or whether they're going to they have other plans for Finn. What honest. seemed like a uh, sorry, <laughs> what seemed no, like a roller coaster of oh for God's sake is this, is this what they're doing to oh wow okay it was yeah yeah I was just gonna say like I just I can't say that I was actually surprised that Nakamura won because like like I say I tweeted I tweeted before the match or before mm. the show even started and I texted you and I was like yeah. are they seriously gonna, are they seriously gonna have Finn lose the title on a pre-show. You know, in 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 the kind of essence of thinking that was going to happen anyway. So I can't say I was surprised, but um, it just seems a bit of a weird move. Like you say, it it looked like they were going to kind of rush Balor, like you say, into a different angle or different, completely different um, part of the show. But then that, obviously, we could talk about that later, but that didn't actually happen. So, um, yeah, it's just a strange one to me. But what got me thinking about this, though, is that um, apparently when... Uh, Bischoff and Heyman get get the full reins. Supposedly yeah. there's going to be a new another draft. So that's never there. That's, that's in a rumor, isn't it? Because yeah, they want to get so, more control or something like that, right? So you never know who might go where. So it might be a case of like hitting the re- restart button on both of them. You know? So mm. yeah, other yeah. I mean, it might go through SummerSlam. Like I say, if they get the demon out, that'd be quite cool. Uh, as it's a bigger show as well. I mean, we saw him at Mania and and um, the Rumble. Didn't, uh, did we see him at the Rumble? What, the Demon? Yeah, we didn't see him at the Rumble, did we? No, no, I didn't see him yeah, at faced, the Rumble. Um, Super Showdown, he was there. That's right, Super Showdown. Yeah, he lost uh, to Lesnar at the Rumble, didn't he? So, yeah. yeah. No, my memory is, is somewhat there. Okay, so second match, um, Drew Gulak beating Tony Nese, retaining his Cruiserweight title. And- from here on now, these are where our predictions come in because we never knew any of this. We never knew yeah. about Nakamura until the day. So, yeah, um, I wrote them down as well. So check them yeah. out. Yeah, good. Do we go? Quite ominous. So uh, I had Drew uh, Gulak as the one to win, uh, which he did. Uh, pretty good match. I would have liked to have seen more of it instead of it being interrupted by the the advert for the Shane match. Um. But, you know, 
they've got to do what they've got to do, I suppose. Nothing considerably different to what we see on 205 Live, and that's not to take away anything away from the match, because 205 Live is, is brilliant. It's just, it wasn't anything spectacular. It's pretty much what I expected to see, which was a good match. Um, so, yeah, it was a nice result, um, and as I predicted. Sweet. Um, I, I didn't actually see any of it. <laughs> I didn't see any of the match. <laughs> I got caught up doing some other stuff, because yeah. um, pre-show starts a bit earlier now, doesn't it, with the main yeah. show starting yeah, at midnight. Right, yeah. so. I mean, I, I finish work at like eight from central London. It takes me a little while to get back and get home and get ready and settled and stuff. So um, I did miss this one. I was just sorting some stuff out. But um, Pretty sure it started about half 11 or something like that. Yeah, UK I mean, um, I haven't gone back to watch it either because I don't think I really need to. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. It's like, yeah, I mean, I was happy that Gulak retained. I'm happy with that. I mean, I have actually watched a Gulak match today, uh, which sounds weird, but I watched the Evolve show from Saturday. Oh, right, and, okay. Um, yeah, Drew Gulak faced uh, Riddle um, on that, but lost. He lost the Riddle, so um, that was quite entertaining. But, yeah, I'm pleased Gulak's holding his title, though. Um, I do like I do like Big Drew, or Little Drew, whatever you want to call him. But, yeah. Um, you, did, you, did you... What I was your predicted, prediction? Yeah, I predicted Drew, so I'm yeah. happy with that. This one went 7 minutes 25. So, like I said, with Shin and Finn, that went 7.40. So, that seems to be, like, the time for a pre-show match, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Shin and but, Finn, yeah. I like that. Shin and Finn, right? That's yeah, it. Yeah, Shin and Finn. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I called in uh, Gulak to win this one. So, I'm, I'm quite happy with the result. It was good. Well, I haven't seen <laughs> Yeah. And then it went into the main uh, card with the first match being announced. With Taker and uh, Roman, uh, or also known now as the Graveyard Dogs. <laughs> <That sucks. laughs> that name terrible. blows so much. It's such a terrible name. <laughs> it's so uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Taker, Roman Reigns versus uh, Shane and Drew. Um, you go ahead with this one first. Your prediction, okay. what was it? Um, hang on. I've got two pages open. So my my prediction was actually Drew and Shane. Um, I was under the impression that Drew needed the rub a little um, and should have kind of beat Takeoff. But um, if they're going to plan this one for the future again, so say they do Drew versus Taker at SummerSlam, for example, he should beat him then. So it would be a little bit of a better better pop for him. Yeah. Um, the match itself, the match content, I thought was pretty good. I didn't expect Taker to be in ring as much as he was. Um, and I'm glad it was him versus Drew rather than him versus Shane, like as yeah. a lot of it. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I thought Drew really kind of made him look good. And um, supposedly as well, after they got backstage, they, um, Taker was like really happy with like yeah. the performance. And he yeah. also gave, gave like Drew a hug to sort of thank him for his performance too. Yeah. So that's quite nice to hear. Yeah. Um, the only thing that worries me with it is that it's now like, oh, Taker's back. He's got a second wind, you know? <laughs> And he's, back for, <laughs> yeah. he's now back for the long term, which he's back for vengeance, you know. So, um, but yeah, I thought this was pretty good. There was just some little underlying things that I wanted to mention in it. Yeah. So I texted you this, didn't I? The, um, the the announcers table was padded for this, um, <laughs> where Shane goes off the top, um, putting Taker through the table, and I was like, you know, it wasn't. None of the other tables were padded throughout the rest of the show. And um, it just goes to show you, you know, when you've got over 100 years of age in the ring, 
You always mentioned this. You've got to protect them, you know. Um, so that was a little bit like, I mean, I, I'm, I've, I've obviously got a visual eye for stupid things like this. You know, to a normal viewer, a casual viewer, they're not going to pick up on that. But it looked like the kind of foam that is like lined on the bottom of the elimination chamber now. Like they're even they're taking away like the extreme from the extreme rules pay per view a little bit. Kind of like that. PVC foam or something like that. Right? Yeah, it's just like, like a what you see cosplayers wear when they're trying. Yeah, build. yeah, yeah. They just make it like a, a softer bump, you know. Um, yeah. And the other thing I wanted to say as well, so I don't know if you've heard it, but Renee on um, commentary, their hmm. chain is fucked. I don't know if you heard that. Um, what? What did she say? Yeah, they, so I've I've watched it back like once or twice and it was like it does clearly like sound that she said Shane's fucked you know like as um, Taker dropped him for uh, Snake Eyes in the corner and um, every, a lot of people like on Mania Club group were like oh no no she definitely says rocked but she doesn't say rocked and you can <laughs> but what I'm thinking with it was uh, um, like because the way she sa- says it it sounds a little awkward so it, to me I reckon that someone's been in her ear and said right say this you know, like, you know, like Corey Graves said, oh, like, like oh, shit. she doesn't, you know, yeah, like, she doesn't want to say it, but she gets yeah, told so to say it. I feel like it, yeah, um, it was only a small uh, Really? Thing. I don't know, though, because that's, that's unprecedented, really, isn't it? The commentary think... saying the F-bomb, but, um, like, purposely. Just find a little snippet make up your own opinion on it, I guess, but to me, it definitely sounds like she said, Shane's fuck, you know, and I was like, oh, <laughs> um, mm. yeah, other than that, I thought, the bit that I loved the most was when Drew was standing behind Taker um, and people have already gifted it, which is kind of genius. But um, yeah. at that point, Taker should have turned around and got fucking Claymore in the face and that should have been the finish for yeah. me. I think that would have been great. Um, I'm not happy really with Taker winning. just think it was unnecessary. It pushes people back again. Um, that's just my opinion on it. Other people were saying, I, I'm not taking anything away from the performance. You know, the, the actual match performance was really good. And I'm pleased for Big Mark after what happened in Saudi. So, yeah. in that sense, fine. But let's not make it a regular thing, you know. But, yeah. That's my rambling, Don. You cool. go. You go. Yeah. Uh, great match. Uh, great call for an opener. Because whether you were looking forward to it or not, it was... You know, if you're looking forward to it, great, fine, we're gonna we're you know, it started with a bang. If you wasn't looking forward to it, all right, let's just get the fuck out of the way. Which I'll be honest, that was my Probably last time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, we we yeah, we both texted each other was like, Good, it's it's the first match, cool, let's just get it out of the way. Um and you know, it it, uh, it was it was a good decision and a nice brisk three minutes entrance for Taker to come in. <laughs> um he went up to make a snack at that time. Sorry? I actually went off to make a snack throughout eventually. <laughs> so Drew, Drew, and, um, Drew and Tony went on like just before the pay-per-view started. So it was like the last pre-show match. So I was literally like, like I said, I was kind of like all over the place prepping myself. And um, as soon as Taker's music hit, I was like, right, I've got like a couple of minutes here, you know? Yeah. So. I can remember, yeah, so many times, even like house shows, he's came out and... I, I went to the toilet and then got a hot dog and came back and he was just coming towards the turnbuckle. I'm like, yeah. It's a long old runner. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the pop that he that he came out to was loud. I mean, they usually are loud and I usually take it that the crowd are just being a prisoner of that moment. Do you know what I mean? 
Like these are the same people that will say, "Oh, he's too old," but obviously when they're there, at the moment they just lose it because you know it's still an iconic thing to see with the lights off and the gong and all of that. Um, but I think with the look of Taker coming out um, and his performance, people generally were invested in in, in Taker and, and glad to see him fight because uh, he did have a, a good ma- match. He looked much, much better than that farce in um, Saudi. Um, Definitely. And, yeah, I mean, in some cases, well, not some cases, in a lot of cases, he still does look old. But in comparison to previous matches, he was in relatively uh, good shape. Um, okay, I'll I want yeah, just okay. because. So, where, where you're saying about the actual look of it, um, I think a lot of that was down to the edited costume that he was wearing. Yeah, so he had yeah. uh, Denny's awesome. kind of yeah. singlet thing that he wears. He had like a higher thing that didn't show yeah. off his horrible 50-year-old chest. So in that sense, he looked a little... I don't think it made him look long, younger personally. No, no. People were saying, oh, yeah, Undertaker looked really good. And I thought yeah, one, little, one little visual can help that. So mm-hmm. I think that's part of it too. I wouldn't have um, minded if your prediction had it came true, because mine was for Taker and Roman. Um, but I wouldn't have minded it if it was to put Drew over. But it didn't need Elias' involvement. <clears throat> and That's really weird. When Elias, yeah, and when Elias came, I thought, okay, so probably Drew will, will get put over. But it's not really a big push for Drew if it has to take Elias to get involved to do it. So it was just... Um, bullshit. So if <clears throat> if they're gonna do, if they are gonna, if if it if it comes to a time where this is gonna continue, then Drew's gonna have to do it on his own. It, there's no like involvement, or it's just gonna take everything away from it. Personally, in my opinion, um, but he didn't. So I suppose all is well. Uh, yep, yeah, with the camera work that you that you said when Drew came up from behind Taker, and then Rain spears him. I thought that just. Great camera work. It was really, really perfect. It was almost like, you know, movie, cinematic of, oh, what? And then, you know, the, so, yeah, that was really, really good. Um, it was also a bit of bad camera work as well, though, because when Shane went for the coast-to-coast, Elias was in the fucking way. So he went to do it, and the cameraman was behind Elias, so you never actually yeah. connect. Never I'm, the, I'm talking about that particular instance, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. How how long you didn't you didn't say the the length of this match? Um, seventeen minutes. It was. The, See, that didn't feel like seventeen minutes. Which really, first. that's a surprise, really, isn't it? With Taker on how it can be such a drag, um, with how old he is and whatnot, and it looking sad, some parts of the match. Looking um, sad. You know, <laughs> for seventeen minutes to not feel like seventeen minutes—that's pretty. That's that. pretty <laughs> impressive. Yeah, because he has done in previous matches. Absolutely, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. So, um, but then this—this um, this is what the thing, though. Like with a tag team match, you can share the, the weight a little. You know, and Reigns yeah. did a lot of the early work. Um, but to be fair, you know, Taker was in there a long time, so you got to you know tip your hat to him a little there. Yeah, yeah. Know. Um, good display it was it was um, Reigns didn't annoy me as much in this match as I thought he would do either 
No, so it, was, it was it was quite balanced. I think that whole just generally it was just a, it was a good match. And um, for I don't know whether it's because we was expected to be total garbage, and so because it just <laughs> was an okay match, it it exceeded our expectations, and therefore we think it's great, or it was just generally a great match. But um, I'm not disappointed anyway. Let's just put it that way. What did you think after the finish when like Reigns and Taker were kind of like face to face? I kind of anticipated a little, um, you know, like a little pre-setup maybe to do like a rematch because I've still got this theory that they're going to do a rematch at some point of their maybe. Maybe, but that would have been too early for that to do. Maybe, yeah, for sure. I'm I'm just glad it didn't happen. So yeah. Yeah, I just that would have been a stupid time to do it. I don't mind it, but just timing is everything for me. At so. 17 minutes, this was the third longest match of the night. So, I mean, Taker was never <sighs> short, a short match, was he? So, mm. you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Revival versus Usos. My prediction was Usos, because Usos usually are given the titles on a regular basis. But Revival, we uh, retained. Um, they did. They did. So... That was a nice surprise. I'm not mad. I, I like revivals. So. Um, my, my, my prediction is really cynical more than I don't like the revival. Uh, so for to see revival retain was a pleasant surprise. Uh, I love the fact that Usos are wrestling in joggers now. <laughs> I was like, okay. that was... Makes it easier to do the super kick, right? <laughs> exactly. That's the first, first thing I came my mind. Okay, so a lot more super kicks than regularly now. Um, Revival played tactfully, not allowing tags to be made. I thought that was good. Um, I thought it was just good wrestling and just good teamwork in general. Um, and then for them to pick up the win um, it was pretty cool. I like. It was a little bit... I wouldn't have placed this... Now, I would have placed it a little bit further down. Not the fact that Revival and Lisa is a big main card, but it's just once you've seen one... Um, tag team, you don't want to then be given another tag match um, because it's that's all we're seeing from WWE anyway now is this tag matches and with Extreme Rules it seemed like it was just a watered down Extreme Rule event general or was that, was that is that just me? It's PG though isn't it? Yeah, you know like I, know, I said but... about the padded table and stuff yeah. you know yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll get to the main event later, but I did think there were some bits later that were quite cool. But okay. Yeah. Um, are you finished? Are you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go so I, I, I actually thought the placement of it was. I, I get what you're saying. You know, tag match after tag match. But when you look at what the nature of the first tag match was to what this one was, completely different style. Because um, what the top guys do, you know, they're it's like a tag team clinic. You know, it's like your old school tag team wrestling style um so for me it felt a lot different because it was like the first match was no holds barred so this one was like a wrestling match so for me that broke it up um i predicted the revival because they're the top guys so why wouldn't i uh they should hold the belts for a little while to be honest i think they're the uh, them and the usos can work really well together um and obviously with the placement as well where they're just retaining <coughs> compared to like a title change you know I can see why it was where it was um, again I'll just quickly highlight that I love the shutter machine finish off 
love it so much. Um, other than that, I haven't really got a whole lot to say. Super no. kick party. Yeah, yeah, I've not much notes on that. Yeah, 12 minutes 35 though. It was longer than um, some of the other matches, which is surprising yeah. to me. Um, yeah, I mean, it was longer than the following match. Alistair Black defeating Cesaro next. Yeah, yeah. So uh, who did you have as uh, Victor? So I actually, I, I, if anyone listened to the previous show, this one was a bit like muddled. But I called, for, I did say Black would win, but I tried, yeah. to, I tried to stress. Wait, I did you? Cesaro. I did, yeah, I did call Black and I wanted Cesaro. I'll to, have to go back and listen to that I thought sure you I said did. Cesaro. Well, no, I stressed that I wanted Cesaro to win, but okay. I did call, I did say I couldn't be past <laughs> Alice Black winning, you know. So yeah. um, I did say as well, like, is it me to go first? By the way, I've lost the, I've lost the flow. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, your turn now. But yeah, so for this one, I said on the preview that I wanted it to go like fifteen minutes, uh, fifteen twenty minutes, and this only went nine forty five. So it's just under ten minutes, and I felt like they had so much more to give. I mean, again, like the Balor and Nakamura one, what they what they did give in that time frame was just quality. You know, just watching Cesaro, man, he's just so good. Black's quality too, you know, like some of his kicking and things, I'm like brutal. Um, yeah, this just was really good. I want to watch it again. I haven't had a chance to watch it again, but um, I am going to definitely watch it again. I just I just worry that, like, this will be one of those matches, like, in years to come that you'll just totally forget about because you always, like, when you think big pay-per-views or when you think pay-per-views in general, you always think of, like, the main event, what happened. And realistically, the main event, the main event picture has been shit. And this is the stuff that's holding up WWE right now. So this is why I'm like, I want to stress that this was really good. And um, yeah, I just wish it had a little bit more time. I loved it. I, I actually genuinely really liked it. I'm not disappointed about the finish at all, like, and the, who the winner, you know. I loved the initial bit as well when like Cesaro did the sit down, and then um, Black. Did that did it back like outside the ring? That was cool. Um, I'm trying to think what else I like. Yeah, that that then, one. Then where... Cesaro did it back. Cesaro did it to him at the start, like almost at the start yeah. of the match, isn't it? Playing mind games with him. Yeah, yeah. and then Black did it like outside. And then Black did it. Yeah. Uh, there was a bit where Black goes for like a diving move. Cesaro catches him, throws him in the air, and does an uppercut. And I was just yeah. like, Jesus Christ, this guy is something else, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really liked it. I can't, I can't I, yeah, I'm running out of adjectives. It was exquisite. It was stupendous. Exquisite. Mm, okay. It was stupendous. Extraordinary. Yeah, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed it a lot. Highly anticipating match. I, um, I predicted Alistair Black and it made sense for Alistair to win because you can't be the way this long doing these promos and whatnot. And who's going to be the one that knocks and then finally coming out with a an opponent to lose it just didn't it wouldn't make any sense so yeah um and i love cesaro but it just makes sense for the one to win to be honest to black and he won so the result makes sense um it was a good good high kick to start with from black um i like this mental gaze from cesaro um not only was it really competitive it was really brutal like for two do you know what i mean like for two wrestlers who didn't don't really have much of a feud or a story. It was just a great raw 
brutal match of them just going at it and just, you know, trying to beat the crap out of each other. It just shows you how brilliant they both are. Um, it's too bad that the crowd didn't sound like they cared as much. I don't know if that is just something that I picked up, but it seemed I, like they I mean, were, like, dozed off a little bit. I didn't think the crowds were bad, actually. I thought it was a solid crowd throughout the night. I thought they were, like, respectful. But yeah, for that match, good. though. They were and quite into quiet. it. Oh, I can't say I overly noticed that, to be honest. But, um, mm. but great finisher. Black Mass, of course. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, you know, you've said everything before I did, so, yeah. Um, That's always going to be the way, isn't it? If there's something yeah. that we like, you know, we just read it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, you said everything that I wanted to say. Great, great, great match. I loved it. I do. I, I would have liked to have seen more. Um, will there be more? Who knows? Who knows? Um, I hope so. I can. I, I don't see why not. I mean, again, it comes down to what the creative direction is. Because if they say, like, after SummerSlam, for example, the night after SummerSlam, we're going to do a draft. You don't want people getting too attached anyway. Yeah, yeah. Be like reshuffled. So we'll see. Um, okay, so the next match was Bailey defeating Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss in the handicap match, going a good ten minutes and a half, ten minutes thirty. So I uh, predicted for Bailey to win. Um, so okay, let's start a little bit before with this promo that just was unnecessary. Uh, the um, NXT tags. What are the name again? Street Profit. What? Why? Where? Why are they always appearing f- for no reason? I don't. It just looks really weird. It. It didn't look like it had any relevance whatsoever. Um, they, they seem to be like weird hype guys. They remind me a bit of Crime Time. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, just, I just find them yeah. a little bit taxing, and I don't understand why they're there either. Yeah. They're not doing anything, you know. No, they're so. not. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I don't see purpose, it just winds me up. Do you know what I mean? No, I and usually, I like to think forward. Like, that's why I've tried to like restrain getting angry when I see something. At first, my initial reaction will be the natural one: will be like, "God, what the freaking point is this?" Whenever they do something stupid, but then I always try to look to the future and think, "Okay, well, maybe where could they be going with this?" But I can't think of many options for these guys. I just don't see any future or any point for why they're there being hype guys. If the, um, Vi- if, if, the um, if the Vikings are anything to go by, they're not really doing anything right now. So we don't no. need another NXT tag team no. to come up. Exactly. It's really weird, really pointless. Um, but the match itself was really good. Uh, Alexa looked very well despite being like really ill prior to... The event, I think she was like, what, ill for two weeks or so? Yeah, she's been she on was, TV because she's been like... Yeah, really she wasn't well. on Royal Smackdown um, the yeah. week before. So, um, yeah, I, I liked Nikki's tenaciousness of going at it. And, um, you know, she performed really, really well. The double submission from Bailey was just fucking... Mwah. Um, I liked that. Um, Bailey really held her own. Um, but, yeah... For, for, for there wasn't anything much surprising to me through that. It wasn't a terrible match, but it, it it was a good match. But it just wasn't like it didn't blow my socks off. So I didn't really have any notes. Well, not much notes for it anyway. So fair enough. Um, I actually predicted Alexa 
um, or Nikki, like Alexa or Nikki, to win through some sort of shenanigans. I just thought that's the way they were going to go. Uh, what can I say about it? Yeah, what you were saying about the uh, the double submission that was pretty cool. And they have to kind of throw stuff in like that as well because it's like otherwise the other person's just kind of being like, oh, I've got to wander around pretending to be hurt whilst you work on that person, you know. Um, what annoyed me a little bit about it was like it's meant to be extreme rules. I think I texted you right at the beginning, like why the hell are they tagging? Tagging, you know? yeah. Yeah, and, and that's like, the theme for that's why I said it. It's the theme for the whole of the bloody event. I was like, if it's extreme rules pay per view, like just knock that on the head and have it as a tornado, but. I understand why otherwise, because it's like, you know, it's easier to work on one person than it is to work on two. Uh, yeah, like, it was, like what you're saying about the submission, just go quickly on that. It was nice to see uh, Bailey pull something new out of her repertoire, because when she was mm-hmm. starting to like tie her up, I thought, she, you're not doing a figure four right there. You know, I thought you've got you've got something wrong or like I wasn't sure what she was going to try and do. But she did some sort of other like leg lock, didn't she? Like knee bar type thing. Um, on Nikki, which was which was pretty cool. Um, Alexa Bliss, I just wanted to say, like she she was she was really good at doing Alexa Bliss in the sense that um, you know, like getting in the ref's face, and you know, it was funny. I, I enjoy I enjoy her. So like, even if she she just I know. Face- yeah, <laughs> said that a few times. And she, and she does I a basic move, saying. and she thinks she's going to get a free count on it. You know, that always yeah. like, makes me laugh. <laughs> She's playing the Alexa Bliss character like perfect. Um, yeah. It's young Lexi. Um, I was just a little bit. The finish was a bit weird because the finish for me just took a little long, as if to say like, why was Alexa out of the ring for so long? Bailey to belly or whatever it was. Uh, it was an elbow, wasn't it? Well, yeah, she did the elbow to finish off. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I say like it took a little bit long for me to kind of get from Bailey to belly to top top rope to you know, elbow drop to the free, free count. So that's why I was a bit like, why is Alexa out of the ring for so long? But um, that was probably my only criticism. Other than that, I thought it was solid. Um, it worked. I thought it was fine. But yeah. Nice. There we go. Um, and so with that, uh, we have Braun Strowman versus um, Bobby Lashley. Um, you want to... Go yeah. ahead with this one. So this was last man standing. Um, I guess I, I understand why this is now the, 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 if I can get my words out, this was the second longest match on the card. And I kind of understand why, because it's last man standing. You can't just end that quickly. You know? You've got a kind How many of, minutes. It was 17 and a half. So it was like a right, half okay. minute longer than Taker's match. But again, that was not- <laughs> That was no hard card as well, so it's stipulation, so I understand why it went quite a bit longer. Uh, I thought this was quite fun. Um, I didn't expect to be interested in it, really, because I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it. I wanted Lashley to win. Um, I actually called Lashley. Did you, did well. you call for Lashley to win? I did call Lashley. Um, so, obviously, Strowman wins. Uh, the finish was cool, though. What I'd say about the finish was there was... Um, on Twitter, like 20 seconds after the finish, there was like some amateur footage from the, from the crowd that filmed it a hell of a lot better than the WWE cameras did. And I thought, you know, they would have set up that spot like throughout the day and they would have known that they were going to do that. So why weren't the cameras there to get it primed? In fact, um, Adam uh, Braun, 
he actually reposted that video on his Instagram. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't actually follow him on Instagram because, like, yeah, I'm he's pretty cool. Of, like, this is the only thing I don't really like about Adam being Braun Strowman is that, like, he's into, like, guns and stuff. And yeah, he's a big redneck and he's... Just think about how gun violence has been in America and stuff. I'm like, I, I just don't agree with that way of life. But that's yeah, something for a, diff- some, a story for a different day. But um, one bit that really made me laugh was when um, Ashley threw like just a random bloke into Strowman as they were going up the stairs, and I was like, was he <laughs> I thought, is he tired or is he just a fan? Apparently, people were saying that he's a fan because he was there for the rest of the show by all accounts, and um, yeah, he was like enjoying the show as a fan. So they reckon that he actually threw a fan into Strowman, which was kind of hilarious. So um, that wasn't a that wasn't a fan. Apparently not. Apparently, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know for sure, but um, yeah, people were speculating that it was just a normal guy, so that was something. Um, Strowman from here now, he's put Lashley down. Um, main title picture, you know, especially if you're going to beat someone in a dominant fashion, you know, the way he did with the power slam and stuff. I thought, you know, let's boost him now. Then, if you're going to have him win. Don't do like what we were saying like on the preview where like Strowman does all this impressive shit over shit and then never gets anywhere and then someone like Lashley has to eat the loss for no reason. Yeah. So yeah, that was my thoughts, my two cents. Um I I mean I could say it was a great match, but I'd be lying. Because I admittedly I dozed off in and out of this match. Intermittently, you know, Cole was right there waking me up with uh Oh my god! And all that. And I'll be like, oh, what happened? And then I'll find out that they'll be on the floor knocked out after missing something. And then I'll doze back to sleep. Um, so there were a few oh my god moments from that, I can tell. Uh, I haven't gone back to watch it fully. Um, I'm with 17 minutes. I don't know if I've got the patience to do so. I don't I think I need to. It wasn't like. A long sense at seventeen minutes. Like I didn't think the second one either. Did it feel was. like? Did it feel quick? Like the first match? Yeah, I thought it flowed quite well. I okay, I may do them. Bad. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, but yeah, Braun won, which I I I thought he would do. Um. And. Yeah, I understand what you mean with 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 Lashley. That you know. Time is not on his side at the moment, and they really should do, you know, they really should give him something as, as one last, you know, hurrah. thank you or hurrah. Yeah, you know what I mean? And they haven't done that. But if they are going to do that, Extreme Rules wouldn't be the pay per view to do it anyway. So, you know, let's let's just hoping SummerSlam they give him something. It would have been second side, though. So if he could be, if he legitimately beat um, Strowman, who has been in the title picture before he's legitimate he could be a legitimate contender for the title next you know so yeah like, um, and i get what you mean by that i just feel like the booking should have been the opposite way around personally um mm. it, i mean it, it would be cool to see Strowman back in the title picture don't get me wrong but what you were saying just now about time being on this on his side you know lashley's 40 yeah uh, you know so yeah i agree i agree to an extent yeah uh db I'm Rowan uh, versus New Day versus Heavy Machinery. I uh, predicted Heavy Machinery. However, it was the New Day that won. 
Um, so, good match. Not how I thought it would end um, with New Day being now the champs, which is a shame, to be honest. Not because I hate New Day, obviously. I love New Day. Fanboys of them. However, I thought um, Heavy Machinery should have won, and I thought they would be giving it at that time. Um, and especially just throughout the match, they were on fire. They stood out for me as the best tag team out of those three. Um, so, you know, looking how they, forget just the story, looking how they were fighting on that night, they should have won. Um, and it was baffling that New Day took it. Um, so it's not something that I'm mad with or even really annoyed. It's just baffling. Like, they don't need that win. It's their sixth title reign now. Um the only there's two things that I can take of why they won is either one, um, you know they give New Day they leave New Day with all the gold, which is another achievement. So with Kofi having a title and with New Day having their tag teams now, like they hold the gold right for SmackDown, right? So that's something that they could put an accolade. Or what I thought would have happened is two if Kofi loses then at least the stable has gold to their name. If, do you know what I mean? If one gold goes, but they've got another gold to fall back on. Um, yeah, I do. I know so exactly. that's, why I, that's why I thought that's probably the reason why they would win it. Um, I mean, look, they're, they're merchandise machines for the company. So it's in, it's in the company's, well, Vince's interest, especially to keep, to keep them relevant. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I guessed or um, I predicted that uh, Heavy Machinery would would be the victors here, which obviously wasn't the case. My initial thought at the win um, was that, okay, so technically that makes Kofi Kingston a tag team champion prior to his world title match later on in the night. So I thought, okay, Kofi's losing one way or another because yeah. he's fall back on this. Yeah, that's yeah. What I thought, that's, that's what that, I thought was going to happen. Yeah, that was literally the only decision-making idea that I thought made sense, and yeah. I thought that was the only reason why that decision was made. And Otherwise, that would make sense to me then. All right, Cody, yeah. you're going to lose it tonight, but at least you've got the tag teams to fall back. Yeah, on exactly like that. that. And um, I, that's why I was a bit baffled. Otherwise, as to has this has happened, you know, uh, yeah. the match itself was fine. It was entertaining. Um, I love watching Otis. Um, he is just brilliant. <laughs> he's so good. I think he's great. Uh, before the match as well, I think I sent you a message where uh, Big E was sitting in the corner, like in the in the kind of gold dust shattered dreams pose, and like was just sitting there like really <laughs> casually. And I was like, was just his whole groin on show, and I just yeah. thought that was really funny. I was like, yeah, I, I went I, back to that to watch it, it. You know, that just made me laugh. So that was something that I wanted to mention. <laughs> when I went uh, back to it, I was like, ah, I don't want. <laughs> he did that, that in the house show when we went to see I know him, right it's <laughs> like as well when like normally when um, another person's entrance music is playing they like walk out to it or something like, <laughs> yeah yeah they did it to like, themselves yeah they are funny to watch um, that doesn't necessarily mean they should become dub- uh, <laughs> you know what I mean like just to bring it back I was like you know you're talking about the tag team having their first team having what the seventh is it or six six six, six, six title reign exactly and i'm like you know it's not necessary right now um i did you know in the predictions as well i, I did think brian was going to lose because i feel like brian is 
not to de- not to degrade the tag title picture, but Brian's worth more than that. You know, he he should be he's a top name in the company. He should be um should be aspiring to do a little bit more than that, I think. And uh, Rowan as well. Rowan doesn't seem like a very charismatic like person to work with, so I I want Brian to just aspire to a little bit more personally. So I can I'm not mad that they lost, but I'm a little bit aggrieved as to why I knew they needed to win. You know, mm-hmm. but again, the picture. <laughs> maybe it was worth it just to see the picture with them all holding a belt. Maybe yeah. that was the maybe that was the whole reason. But with the tag team picture anyway, you've seen it before where the titles can change on a SmackDown or a Raw. So yeah, yeah. I'm not um, I'm not going to get too like wound up about it. Um, yeah, exactly. I was just like I said, I wasn't mad or even frustrated. I was just puzzled. I was like, okay, yeah, puzzled is a good term. Yeah, puzzled is probably the term. I was a bit a bit baffed, but I enjoyed the match as a whole. I thought it was good, entertaining. You know? It was placed quite right as well, because um, unlike the other tag match where that was just like a, a tag team clinic, this this one was more of an entertainment side. So yeah. I think it was placed right to kind of give every people like... Kind of broke a, it up a bit, didn't it? Yeah, give them a little bit of a rest from the intensity of an extreme rule pay-per-view, but also kind of like you're still watching it as a entertainment aspect. So yeah, yeah it was cool. How long ago? How uh, long was this? When fourteen minutes. So yeah, so it did go longer than other matches. But in in its defence, I will say that they've got you know um, six people there to fit in, you know, and yeah. each kind of have moments. So it's no, it's hard. Yeah, so I can understand why it had more time given to it than maybe a one-on-one match would, for example. So. Uh, which then leads me quite nicely into AJ Styles um, defeating Ricochet, United States uh, title, new champ. What do you think? Uh, am I going again first? Right. <coughs> um, I've looked for, to be honest. Uh, do you want me to go first on this one? Yeah, yeah, you go first <laughs> on this one. Um, yeah, so this this again is an unnecessary title change because um, you can make AJ Styles look good and lose you know like he did against Seth Rollins at Money in the Bank it doesn't damage AJ Styles as a a performer Um, he didn't need the title but I can understand thinking on it now I've had a a day or a few hours to think about it I do see why they put it on him now because him and the club now look like more of a beast outfit because they're like oh yeah we've got a title you know and it's probably a matter of time before Gallows and Anderson pick up the tags you know so in that sense I get it, but it's not something I wanted personally. I um, predicted a ricochet retain, um, and that's what I would have liked to have seen personally. Um, the match was good though. The match content was really good. Um, the way AJ did his um, uh, Styles Clash, he did it like the opposite way round to how he did it on the last two rows. Um He kind of ricochet was kind of facing the opposite way. So that was cool. Uh, well, Carl's and Ale- uh, Carl, uh, Gallows and Anderson didn't yeah. get as involved in it as I thought they would. So that was quite nice, you know. They were out there looking intimidating, but they didn't ruin the match because no. you ruin the match with shenanigans. You've got AJ Styles and Ricochet in the ring, two guys who can really go. Don't ruin that, you know. So in that sense, I was quite happy with it. Um, the match was cool. Wasn't it Gallows that pulled that that? Attacked Ricochet first for Figgy to hit him with the 
AJ to hit him on a turnbuckle with the thingy, what's it called again? Um, what, with the Styles Clash? With the Styles Clash, yeah. So, like, it obviously led into the finish, but, like, um, uh, the main, what, I, what I'd kind of meant to um, stress was that, like, it didn't ruin the content of the match. Cause this oh, went, right, okay, yeah, it was it, yeah. So yeah, this no. went, like, 16 minutes, 16 and a half minutes. So <laughs> Really? It was 16 and a half minutes? Yeah, so it was, was quite long. That didn't feel like it at all. Exactly that. So, like, with, with the shenanigans bit not actually kind of happen until, like, the end, I was kind of like, okay, that's quite cool, you know? So um, the match content, again, was, like, really good. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's um, my second favourite match of the night, actually, after Cesaro and Black. That was my favourite. So I did enjoy this one. But I did think I was going to enjoy it as well. And there's always a bit of fear in that because you, it, when you're expecting something to be good, Sometimes yeah. it fails, you know. So in that sense, I'm glad it didn't, and I'm glad it you know, kept me entertained and like kept my focus. So, but yeah, I enjoyed it. Not necessarily the finish and the, and the winner, but I did enjoy it. Okay. Um, <coughs> so I predicted Ricochet to win, um, like yourself. Uh, but AJ took it. It was a great match. Like I said, it went fast, and that's kind of the theme, which kind of shows how it was a great pay per view generally. Um, with matches that are going, you know, 15, 14, 15, 16, 17 minutes, and it doesn't feel like that, it's a testament to it. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't expect anything else from Ricochet and an AJ uh, match. Um, great, great, great. Athleticism from Ricochet. I like it. <laughs> and uh, even um, Corey, he was laughing when he was when he was uh, commentating. Like Ricochet literally ran up AJ, ran up AJ Styles, and then um, did this. Uh, you know, <laughs> did you see it? He he like ran up and he, he did like he, three steps. Yeah, one of his up. one of his kneecaps, and then one of his and then did a backflip. But... And Corey's like he literally ran ran up like. This I actually love that move. Um, it was so you know, like, good. Yeah, he did it. I think he did it to Joe as well. I feel like he did yeah. it. It's such a um, cool though, isn't it? It's like a Matrix yeah. kind of. Yeah, it was like Matrix. It was really, it was it's just like, like parkour. Like he did, parkour, you know, like parkour where you like jump from building to yeah, building. And yeah, just, like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, um, superhero-esque, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I've been um, out of the way and I'm going to attack you sort of thing. Yeah, it's really cool. The suplex to the corner, again, was a brilliant move that's that's that stood out for me as well now um i agree that aj didn't need to win and it annoyed me that he did i don't uh i don't agree that he needed to win to give the club um some credibility so to speak i think with aj like i said he could have lost and still look good um i disagree with him winning because ricochet to give credibility to him needed to be AJ for, you know, even if it was a, even if it was a roll up, you know, like I said, we, there, there are ways where Ricochet could have won and it wouldn't have taken anything away from AJ at all. Right. And the fact that AJ has reunited with the club or already gives him credibility. He doesn't need the United States title for that. The only reason why he needed to win, and I think that's the reason why he booked it, was that with Ricochet just winning, look, everyone loves AJ, even as a heel, 
Like I said it countless of times, like I still fucking love AJ. <laughs> like I just love how he is. As a, even as a bastard, he was so great at doing that back in uh, 2016. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So with everyone loving AJ as a heel, to to to, to get that heat and to get people to actually get pissed off with him, he needed to take the title so early away from Ricochet, and I think that's why they did it. You know, he to get that annoyance, he needed to undeservedly take a title from Ricochet. And that is why, you know, that's why I think they booked it for AJ to win. And so when he won, I was like, well, what the fuck? Does, you, you don't need it. Like, and I could see myself getting a bit annoyed. And I thought, ah, that's why you've got the title now. You need me to be pissed off, and that's the first time I've actually got pissed off at AJ for winning. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I think that's probably the reason why they did it. Other than that, I don't see any reason to mm. to give it in. So, Just, um, if it's that logic, then yeah. Quick, I quick mention. Think. I don't yeah. know if um, if anyone's going to pick me out on this. And fair play if you do. But was mm. this was this Ricochet's first kind of like TV live defense, other than like house shows or whatever? Because that yeah. sucks. Because that sucks if he's not been able to retain it once. Because yeah. he won it at the last pay per view, didn't he? He won, he it, won at... it at the last pay per view, and, uh, and he's lost already. And he he had a he, he had a match with AJ, which was non-title. Um, On the Raws, and I he really... had another he had another Raw, but I don't he had another Raw match, but it wasn't a title. I can't no. remember if it was a title defence. I don't think it was, man. No, it, was, it was with Gallows and Anderson, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it wasn't yeah. Quite, like, it wasn't a title. He's, I mean, he's probably defended it on the house shows, like, in between. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But, but um, as a televised event, I think this was his first defence. The fact that he's, yeah, the fact that he's lost his first defence sucks. And, um, it, and it does suck. And it, and it it makes me feel sorry for Ricochet and made me a little bit annoyed for AJ, um, which... Is reason why they did it, I think, is because we still love AJ even as a heel. So to get yeah. that heat for, for for AJ, the only way for us to get as pissed off at him is for him to take to snatch a title from Ricochet so early in his title ring. Gets us the first shot. Um, yeah, I just thought it just sucks to be Ricochet now. I mean, like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, he's gonna win it back. Yeah, I think yeah. You you just got to he'll get it, it somersault. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, all right. Talking about timings. Next match, seventeen <laughs> seconds. Kevin Owens defeating Dolph Ziggler with a stunner. Yeah, you know? really? yeah, I thought it was twenty seconds. I put in my notes twenty seconds, so I was pretty close. Uh, seventeen. Um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it didn't really need to happen in the main card, did it? I think because they got the feedback online of yeah that 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 uh that promo from KO man that was so amazing and they loved that so they said look try and do something to like keep stoking the flames in extreme rules and yeah all it was was just finishing off what he was saying on Tuesday yeah, it's um, just keeping him relevant. It's just it? keeping him relevant. I mean, there's only so much you can say though before fans will 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 go to okay, now you're just insulting our intelligence. We we know you're just repeating what we're saying, and it's pissing yeah. us off. But um, but yeah, I mean, this match this match was announced like again on the day, like on Twitter, and people thought it was going to go on the pre-show. But it should have been pre-show. 
But well, as soon as it wasn't pre-show, I knew it wasn't going to be long. I knew it was going to be just like a quick thing. And I laughed when it happened. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. You know, and let it slide. Again, it doesn't mean anything. It's like nah. instantly forgettable. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully what does mean something a little more. Kofi Kingston defeating Samoa Joe will retain in his WWE Championship. Is it my turn to go first on this one? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Again, I can't keep up. I can't keep up. <laughs> um, so, nine minutes 45, WWE Championship match. <laughs> that's not long enough. Honestly, yeah. Oh, wow. Bloody hell. When that's did you have I don't care what anyone says. I don't care who it is. Could be the most boring person in the world being Randy Orton for all I care. If you're in a WWE, <laughs> no problem with Randy Orton. If you're in w- if you're in a WWE Championship match, nine minutes forty five seconds is not long enough. Don't care who you are. You need to be you need to be hitting at least like fifteen minutes for a WWE Championship match. So this was irritating, um, irritating like on a lot of levels because um, I called Samoa Joe. And I really feel like Samoa Joe... I, I'm not a Samoa Joe fan. I've said this over and over again. I don't like the guy. He's not what I like to watch personally. But he reeks of a WWE champion. He reeks of a type, like a top-tier talent. You know, I don't necessarily like him, but he should be WWE champion. And the fact that he's lost and he's lost... Uh, there was a statistic earlier today that he's literally lost every big match he's ever been in. Um, I just don't know how he comes back from this. I think he's done. I think he's eight. Is that how many it is? He's he is now winless in eight televised WWE Championship matches in two years. Yeah, I mean, I've, uh, he's done. As far as I'm concerned, they can't, they can't, he can't be resurrected from this. You know, even if he does, it's not going to be believable now. It's it, it's just finished him, and it's such a shame as well. Like I say, he was a big name before he came to WWE. I was I was surprised that he went to NXT first because he was such a big name at Impact, or TNA at the time. Um, and I'm just, like, a little gutted for Joe. Like, I just think he would make him a monster heel champion. Yeah. Um, but obviously, they had plans later on for a different heel champion. So, um, I can understand why they wouldn't want two of the same style champion, yeah, if you know what not, I mean. So, PG in it. you need a baby face to hold one of the titles, I guess. But, again, like we said in the preview show, we feel like Kofi's gone as far as he can go with it. I don't know what he does. Like that's going to blow me away now. From now, personally, mm. that's just that's sad to say. But personally, I'm just like. Well, you know. if you don't mind me um, jumping in, I think yeah. him holding the title now is purely just for is just to smash records. I, I saw one other statistic: Kofi has held the title championship longer than any of Ric Flair's title reigns. If he makes it another three weeks, Kofi's reign will be longer than all of Ric Flair's combined. Oh, well, that's obviously why they're doing it then. It's like when um, it's like when CM Punk had the title for a certain amount of days and they were like, OK, we need Brock Lesnar to beat that. And they yeah. did. He didn't yeah, put they any did. Work. <laughs> you know, and he didn't put any work in whatsoever to achieve that like target or whatever. So, yeah, it's a very WWE thingy to do. I mean... Maybe Kofi loses at SummerSlam then um, to KO or something. I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. But pretty disappointing, really. Um, I like Kofi, don't get me wrong. And I don't want to sound like a hypocrite later with what I'm going to say. But with Kofi, like the way he won the title at Mania and stuff was a nice moment. La, 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 la. And like I say, it wouldn't have worked if it was, say, Ali 
who it was supposed to be. Um, but we've seen a lot of Kofi um, on TV and stuff. And like the way he's been defending his title and stuff, he has been defending his title. Um, and I feel like I've seen a lot of Kofi personally in those few months since Mania. And I wouldn't, like we said, we wouldn't have minded if he'd lost. I feel like Joe just deserves to be a champion, like a top tier champion at some point. You know, when you know for his career longevity and stuff, it just it's just mm. baffling to me. But yeah, I haven't really got any more to say. Um, so I predicted Joe. I'm just like you, and I felt Joe needed to win. Um, so yeah, it's too bad for Joe. I was off. Yeah, he deserves to win. It's his time now. Um. Brilliant Joe, but pushing Lacey and Corbin is just, it, it's fucking baffling to me. <clears throat> um, and as I mentioned, it's his it's eighth televised loss, a title loss. So it's just, it's very hard to come back from. Um, I mean, the match itself was, was okay. It was pretty good. Um, it was, I don't think it took my breath away, so to speak. It was kind of like a main event Smackdown match. Um, but yeah, Kofi winning now is all I'm seeing really is that they're just holding it just to smash other records as opposed to doing anything with them. Like he's the most well-booked first title since Cena. Yeah. So typically, everyone post 2016 that's won the title for the first time has lost it within six weeks. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? But um, yeah, Kofi and Cena are the ones that haven't. Um, and I mentioned about that statistic with Kofi in the title championship with Ric Flair. So I think all this is is just, and I mean, it's not anything new. Because, you know, if you go back to when was JBL champion and he held the champion on SmackDown for like a full 400 and something days. Yeah, he was like the longest reigning in SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not anything new, but I just, I just, this is a very Vince thing to do. Um, But I don't know, I just think we're past that now. I just don't. I don't I think we need to... to just have title range to prove points or to, you know what I mean? If it makes sense, and in the same time, coincidentally, it breaks records, fine. But just to do it when others, do you know what I mean? I just, I don't know. What, what you're saying about records as well is like I saw, I didn't pay too much attention to it because I just thought it was rubbish. But um, someone yeah. said as well that like, it's a race thing. So like, because he's a black champion, it ticks a lot of boxes right now. But I don't know how mm. you feel about that personally. But um, what I just wanted to say about um, Kofi as a champion, though. So what's annoyed me since his whole run is that he's not gone on last ever. And uh, with SummerSlam being the next one, he's not—he's definitely not going to go on last at, on SummerSlam. And I just like—I would like to see him headline a pay-per-view just to say. I was WWE champion. I closed the show, you know, because yeah, yeah. I, I bet he's probably closing house shows, you know, with like the SmackDown run or whatever they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, we you know? saw it, didn't we? Exactly. So I'm like, you know, I, I would like to see him close a show personally is what I would say 
that's left for Kofi to tick off the list as yeah. a WWE champion. Other than that, he's he's been a champion. It's something I'll always remember because I was live there when he when he won it. So, but again, I don't know where we go from here now. Um, like I wouldn't know who <coughs> put against really the face. So, in regards to the race thing. Um, it was very historic for Kofi to win, and I'm and I'm glad he did it, and he deserved to win it at that time, and it's brilliant. In regards to him having it for this long, this is nothing to do with a race thing now. This is purely because, um, and I'll be as brutally honest, he's a money he's a money making machine for the company. And yeah, well, he's partnered up with a new day that obviously just helps, you know. Yeah, and. Like- and him we, we, as champion as and the New Day as tag team champions, i.e. Biggie and that's money, man. And now okay. you bet your ass there's going to be free time. You know what they say with W. You know that's going to be yeah, putting on a T-shirt in the next week or so. You're going to see the or, or you know New well, Day hold the gold. Simple as that. They're going to carry SmackDown for the inevitable. Yeah, they are. They are, and that's you know? going to make money. They're going to come up with these T-shirts. I'll probably buy one because I got a lot of New Day T-shirts, and I love New. So, <clears throat> I mean, the, the historical win. Yeah, I mean, race had a partially to do with that, and I'm and I'm glad that you know it's progressing in that sense. But this unprecedented thing now with how he's, um, you know. Uh, a part of it is cynical. One definitely, it's about money, but also I don't know. Maybe if he does, if if Vince gives him this long stretch, um, then maybe he doesn't feel like he has to give a person of cover, a color, a, a another title reign for for. for well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being cynical. I don't know. Yeah, um, I, I have no odd, idea. It is an odd thing to talk about, and. Um, it, yeah, because I, we I, don't really have it as severe in the states, really. Do you know what I mean? It's not yeah. really something. It's 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 a bit uncomfortable to 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 speak about. Um, but yeah, um, as I yeah, it's 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 great that he did win. It's historic that he did win. Definitely. Um, does is is it to do with race now? Personally. Um, I don't think so, although there could be some things in between the lines which I mentioned. For me, I think this is purely just because Kofi is likeable, the New Day are money-making machines, and whatever is going to benefit, if it means that it's going to benefit WWE to keep him a champion, they'll do that regardless whether people are bored with him or not. I mean, that... That rumour of um, New Day like imploding with like Big E turning heel, I mean, we can put that to bed now, can't we? No, yeah, but I knew that because they said that. They they explicitly mentioned that we're not breaking up. You're not yeah, breaking us up. If you're making him as heel, we're not, we're not going to do I, um, it. I actually honestly think that they'll retire as a group now. I can't see them like, breaking up and doing anything different now. Yeah, you know? and they yeah. should do. They'll be like New Day forever. They'll, yeah, yeah. Because it works, you know. In nothing, it doesn't always. There's other ways to make shocking, heartbreak, painful. Do you know what I mean? Splits. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't always have to be in stables and tag teams and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's just too predictable. Just bring in real life couples, right? Yeah, exactly. 
which um, which is a nice little segue. Yeah, nice little segue there into um, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch beating Baron and Lacey in the last so, chance winners take all match. I'll go for, first with this. Yeah, I'm please. sure you've got a lot more to say than I will. Because uh, I went to bed after Kofi and Joe. Because you did. You actually. I just, yeah, I, I, I literally did. I just I thought, forget this. Um, I just, yeah, I wasn't looking forward to this match at all. Um, it doesn't need to happen. Uh, but it did anyway. So, apart, but I'm going to say this, right? So, when watching it, the one thing that stood out for me, and um, yeah, I did, I did uh, predict. Becky and Seth to win, which they did win. Um, apart from Braun and Bobby, this seemed to be the most extreme match of the evening. Because it didn't, like I said, it, it felt very light. Extreme rules, but, you know, they were doing tags. Um, you know, the, there wasn't really much weapons around, I... except for Braun and Bobby that were smashing, you know, smashing each other or but this, this had kendo sticks, this had chairs in the ring, this had everything. And this this seemed to be the most extreme match of the evening to me. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, like, where you're saying about Strowman and Lashley, I mean, they, they threw people, they didn't throw weapons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I mean, we had kendo sticks breaking, you know, like, yeah. they, used, they used them so much, they had to get yeah, another one, snap them and stuff. So, yeah, this you know, was cool. Steve, Steve Blackman would be proud. <laughs> yeah, man, he's still stuck in that lion's den somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they moved um, it on and never let it release him. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, the extreme rules. Like I said, the tag, the tagging was doing my head in um, because it doesn't need to happen. But I think they kind of abandoned that towards the middle of the match anyway. Um, Lacey has officially taken over Nia as Butch Master for the women's Fair wrestling. Enough. In my eyes, um, the ending, the ending, the ending, the ending. So the when you, when 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 Corbin the, did the when Corbin sorry okay no are you going to do the ending of this particular match because technically there's a thirteenth match on the card so that's why I don't want you to like run away with it as such. I'm going to go all the way to the end. Okay, fine. Yep, fair, fair. Go for it. So, um, so of this particular match, um, that what 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 Corbin did to Becky, um, I thought was brilliant. <laughs> I love Becky, by the way, and you all know this before you start crucifying me. But I thought it was just a brilliant, you know, that something needed to happen. It's like what. Um, you know, um, I think he was saying, Corey was saying that um, Seth is being compromised. Like, uh, you know, he's he's not giving it his all like he usually he wasn't. But the, he, you know, he's the beast slave was almost being tamed, so to speak. And it wasn't from his opponents. It was from Becky kind of being the man, right? They're coming up with all these things like the man's man and kind of pushing him. So for Becky to get that, to bring out that beast layer from Seth. <laughs> that was just brilliant. And Seth is completely losing it and absolutely breaking the kendo stick over his back and then didn't get in the chair, doing the stomp three times. Thought it was perfect. It was a great way to show that he still has that fire when he when 
when when you provoke him to to a, a further enough extent. Um, right. <laughs> okay. So the cashing in. I was annoyed to begin with, uh, and then once I had a nap because I like to have a nap, and I rested on it. I thought, well, we. I wasn't as annoyed as I was at Money in the Bank. Because with Money in the Bank, we we never knew this. And he never and he didn't need to win the Money in the Bank. But once he won Money in the Bank, then it wasn't a matter of if he's gonna do it, it was a matter of when. And so in this case, although it is frustrating that he cashed it in and now he's titled again, it was bound to happen anyway. Um, and I'd rather him do it on something like Extreme Rules um, than, you know, hijack a great, you know, this the second or third biggest pay-per-view of the year, um, like Summerson. So if he's going to do it, just let him get over and done with on a, one of the minor events themselves, the big pay-per-views. Um, what does this say for the title now? I don't think Brock is going to defend it now until SummerSlam, obviously, um, which is a bit shit. But, you know, um, I do think he will lose it on SummerSlam as well. Um, Because, of course, with Heyman now taking the helm after SummerSlam, I just don't think he has the time. Well, I mean, he could write himself in, but I just don't think... I don't think that will be Heyman's style. I don't think he'll have the time to be managing um, a Brock and then making sure that these crazy decisions are being made into place and that they're all working out well. So I think he'll just lose it and then he will say, OK, from here on out, I'm just focusing on creative. Brock, you, you know, do what you need to do in whatever capacity you have decided with Vince in the future. So, yeah. Sorry for that little... No, no, no. Um, So I was purposely staying quiet for like... (laughs) Because I didn't want to interrupt. Did you take the the mic off? Would you want mute? No, no, no. I was just sitting... I was effectively just sitting there kind of like biting my finger as if to say like, (laughs) don't say anything yet. Like, you'll have your moment in a second. Okay, so... Yeah, the floor's yours, mate. Let's let's rewind a bit. So, um... (laughs) Well, you said, I totally agree with the point you said about the hardcore style, um, the Extreme Rules bit. You know, I liked that. And I did generally like the match. The match was pretty cool. Um, I enjoyed the table spot where um, Becky did the leg drop and then yeah. Steph did the frog splash. I like that. It's probably my favourite spot of the night. Uh, not the night, of this particular match, sorry. Um, that was cool. I liked it. I liked, um, I liked all the kendo, shot, uh, kendo stick shots. That was cool. Okay, so um, Baron Corbin delivering end of days to Becky Lynch. I have said before that I cannot stand intergender wrestling. I fucking hate it. Um, and I didn't like this. I'm going to be honest. I didn't like this. And mm-hmm. I've, I've been trying to look at benefits from it. And um, I get it from a storytelling aspect. Uh, you know, to obviously enrage Seth and okay that's fine and I like thinking back to a generation where you were having like you know the Dudleys put Mae Young for a table or whatever you know and <laughs> there was and Stephanie 
Lindemann getting a rock bottom or something, you know. I, I, or the Stone Cold Stunner and all of that. Lindemann yeah, getting the Stunner and all of that, yeah. Yeah, but I feel, I just feel like we've moved on now. And um, I don't like, I didn't like it at all. Like, I, di- I don't like um, intergender wrestling. They don't need to touch shovel at all. Um, yeah, kind of low-key... Um, like says it's okay to to attack to physically attack women. Yeah, which, and that's yeah, not... I, I I get what you mean. I, I get that. I get it from a story aspect, but I just think it doesn't need to happen. But um, one thing I just want to say, Fair point. It's somewhat beneficial from it was uh, Becky took it really well. Um, yeah, but then she's a trooper, man. You see is. that knock on her head at the end of the match. It well, that came from something else. That came from Botchamania, Lacey Evans. So. Yeah. Yeah. When Becky's lighting her up with a chair, uh, Lacey's got a chair in her hand and she just lets it fly and it smacks, um, it smacks Becky in the top of the head. And at that point, I thought, oh, God, she's probably going to have a concussion. You know, so I thought that could have ruined the match. But um, I say that Becky took this end of days well, but if it was a move done by a woman, it would have looked exactly the same. You know, the, the way the match is, it relies heavily on the other person's momentum anyway. So it's not like he's picked her up and World Strongest slammed her, you know, or Bar- uh, or Strowman power slam. It's not that kind of move. So it's like Becky's effectively doing most of the work anyway. I don't know if that's how you see it, because all she's got to do is take a face bump. That's all she's got to do. So where I've had a little bit of time to think about it and I've seen it again, I'm OK with it. But again, I just didn't like it. And um, when it enraged Rollins, I was kind of a bit like, oh. Okay. Right, so you're okay with the move, but you're, you're just not okay with the person that did the move? Uh, no, I mean, like, again, if it was... It's not the person, the... the, the you're, you're okay with it. You're okay with it happening to Becky, but you just don't know the fact that a man did it to Becky. But then I wouldn't have liked it if a man did it to any women's wrestler right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, know, it's not you, don't like, you don't like the intergender thing, right? Yeah, it's not because I'm an extreme Becky fan, which I yeah, am. yeah, no, no, but no, say, it's because it's because it was a man that did it to a woman. That's yeah, why I don't like but then yeah. say you know you could do it to anyone, or any female on the roster, you could put them through a table or something. It's not cool nowadays, you know. Just yeah. don't fit. It's yeah, unnecessary, yeah. you know. Um, so I didn't like that part of the match, but I tried to kind of just give you a little bit of a a somewhat stick up for it. You know, they're trying to be yeah. and stuff, aren't they? They're trying to yeah, be like, yeah. like back in the day. Um, <coughs> He uh, riled up Seth, um, so he got his beat on. Um, okay, the final map, technically, of the card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar. What I would have had happen, personally, was Brock Lesnar come down. Because, as well, the way that the match ended, so because Rollins won the match, it's not like when, say, for example... Cena, when he won the Elimination Chamber and Edge came down and Cena was covered in blood and he'd just been through a war. It wasn't like that. Um, I didn't have this feeling that Seth was overly done, you know, and he was knackered and he couldn't compete. I didn't have that feeling at all. So what I would have had happen personally is um, Lesnar come down, Becky kind of somewhat roll into the ring as a distraction and then roll out again and then Seth beat him down. And, and like after the bell's rung so that the briefcase goes worthless, you know, that would have been how I would have booked it personally, because where you were saying, you know, oh, he's going to defend at SummerSlam and then lose potentially anyway. What, why does he need to be another champion then? Why do we need to give him that accolade just for the sake because, of giving him that accolade? Because okay, okay, I'll, I'll, okay. Explain, 
because oh, that's good. it brings in money and it brings in the casual viewer and it brings in pay-per-view players. You know, SummerSlam being the next one, all they've got to do is give him a four-week run for the title for however yeah. long it is. And then, you know, boom, they've, they've had a little bit of, I've had a little bit of money, you know, mm-hmm. and it just annoys me as a regular because, you, you know, like I, I explained it to my dad earlier, like he was at Mania this year with me. And I said, you know, that first match, how hard did people pop and react to that opening match? You know, it was we were all buzzing. It was crazy. You know, we've been trying to get that title for Lesnar for so long just to put it back on him like, a few months later. Are you fucking kidding me? You know, I saw it as a bit of a personal insult to people that actually attend these shows and watch your product every week. So, um, yeah, so basically as a whole, um, I was really, really annoyed with the finish and a little bit pissed off with the finish um, of the whole show. And again, it was the same. It's the same as the last pay-per-view. And I don't want it and the pay-per-view before, actually, because we've been doing these reviews. I don't want it to look like, um, you know, I hate what they're doing because I don't hate what they're doing I've talked up a lot of stuff that they've done but it's just been unfortunate since we've been doing this podcast that the three pay-per-views we've had the final match or the main event as you want to call it in hyphenated whatever's um, has just left a sour taste in my mouth for the whole show you know do you feel like that? Um, yeah yeah I mean I don't think it ruined yeah in short, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it ruined the whole event. But, it ruined the show. Um, uh, you know, if if it, if I I I I left watching the show, um, if if Brock if Brock didn't do that, I would have left watching the show less pissed off than I. Uh, do you know, like stomping grounds, stomping grounds. Although that was still not a great last match, that was still much better outcome than this outcome. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that I mean, that was disappointing for a different reason because it was flat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that's right, exactly. And you'll look back at that and you'll say, what the hell is stomping grounds anyway? So maybe we got yeah. worked up over nothing. But when they do stuff like this, it just it's just an insult to your regular hardcore fan. And, you know, I, I do spend a lot of money on it. I do spend a lot of time on them. You know, I, I've, I've been to X amount of WrestleManias, you know. I do spend a lot of time and effort and I just feel like just a kick in the teeth for us people, you know, that, that care essentially because you want to bring in someone casual just to boost your ratings a little, you know, that just makes me sick a little, you know, um, and I just can't stand that, that, that side of it. But what I was going to say about um, where it leaves a sour taste in your mouth, when you go on socials, um, that'll be the first thing that you see. So forget about everything else that happened over the pay-per-view. That's what everyone's talking about one way or another you know and it's almost like to say oh you've totally forgot about the four hours that preceded that you know which is disappointing again because you just literally because your mind is focused on the most recent event you know it's like um, it's just frustrating to me because like again it puts a sour taste in my mouth going on the whole show as a a whole because I did I did enjoy the show mostly yeah and and then it was like bits and pieces that I was like "Uh, really you know and then this last bit, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. You know, just made me a little bit angry. So, <clears throat> look, with how you mentioned, you said, why does he need to win, right? If he's just going to lose it in four weeks. He needs yeah. to win because it's just the most realistic way for him. It's just the most, what's he going to do? He's, he's, he's come across the best of the best and obliterated them. 
and he's going to now have money in the bank and cash it in at, at, uh, at a time when the, the wrestler is completely exhausted and knackered and lose. Brock Lesnar, lose. He's not going to lose. Who's, who's, you could be on your good day and Brock Lesnar will still obliterate you. So, so he, how's he going to lose when, how's he going to lose cashing in the money in the bank after you've just gone through some mad match after, after 10, 15 uh, minutes? That's just not going to happen. I totally understand that and I, I understand why that happens and that's always been the way of the money in the bank cashing, hasn't it? It's always happened that yeah. way. I would, you, like, your, 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 your scenario that you mentioned of Becky thingy, I would have loved that in the ideal world, but in the realistic world, I, I, although my, my, um, my mind saying, yeah, that's great, but my heart's saying, but I don't believe that because that's just not, look who yeah. he's come across it makes on their more, good days. It makes more sense that he's going to win. Do you understand? Because it's makes, fucking it makes more, Yeah, it makes more for a believable storytelling sense that what they did is the right way to go. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just, I literally just came out with a potential example of how they could have done something differently to catch people yeah. off guard. That was just yeah. me, because personally, and what you were saying about does Brock Lesnar need to be champion? Absolutely not. So go back a few years, right? Because... Yeah. We've we've been in a last the last few years we've been in a bit of a lazy slog with with storytelling and booking, yeah. right? So go back a few years when Brock Lesnar first came back on the scene, um, he didn't get a title right away. Um, he was wrestling people with a storyline agenda. So when he was rivaling with Cena initially when he first came back, he was like, I'm going after the top guy and I'm going to beat him up. Yeah. And this is what Lesnar was all about. And then you go into those Summer Slams where he faced Triple H and he faced CM Punk. You know, and I was like, and even back to like Mania 32 where he faced Dean Ambrose, I'm like, why can't Brock Lesnar, he is an attraction, I get that, and I understand the business, I fully understand the business side of it, but as that attraction then, why does he have to hold a title? Because that isn't relevant to what he's there to do at all. That title doesn't mean anything. People will watch Brock Lesnar regardless of whether he's got a title or not, in my opinion. Um, And all it does is set back your current roster, who is extremely talented. It just sets them back further and further and further. You know, you, we, we said we said someone like Samoa Joe, the prime example. If Brock yeah. Lesnar wasn't around, Samoa Joe would be your prime hill champion. But he can't be prime hill champion because Brock Lesnar's around. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What, what you but I think back- this is an argument for money in the bank, not really for this. Because yeah, well, no, your, no. Your, 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 your question... Is absolutely right, and your question and your answer is absolutely right. Um, does Brock Lesnar need to be a champion? No, he doesn't. And you're right, he doesn't. But the fact that he won Money in the Bank yeah, means I that mean, no doubt he's going to be a champion because he can book yeah. it. At, do you know what I mean? Um, so should he have got the Money in the Bank? Really, is the question. No, he shouldn't have yeah. got the Money in the Bank, but he has, and this is where we are. So. Well, yeah. I mean, we discussed that at Money in the Bank. Too. We discussed that on the review show of that that was said it was the wrong decision and they got it wrong. You know, yeah. and obviously where he's been holding this uh, briefcase, we we the only benefit I can see from it is yeah. that he's got it away, so we haven't had to wait to see it. It's happened within a few months, yeah. so I'll yeah. be like, okay, fair. Yeah. But yeah. if he if he goes into SummerSlam against whoever and wins, I am gonna be fuming. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Because well, like, we're, oh, we're gonna yeah. get into that in a bit. Because we go yeah, back be. that, we go back into that Brock Lesnar mode of get the belt off him as soon as you can because he holds it to ransom 
You know, yeah, he, he does. He works he does. his own schedule. He goes and shows up in the UFC. He has got no passion for the company that he's currently working for. And he doesn't need to be the poster child or the poster person for that. And that's just what it really pisses me off. Because as a, like I say, I watch, I'm going to watch the product anyway. And you're going to watch the product anyway. So as, as full-time fans, it's just a massive kick in the teeth for us. Yeah, it is. It is. They do. It's, all they want to do is insult our intelligence, basically. So, yeah. I mean, I haven't got so any more what to does this say? what does this say for Heyman, then, and the creative direction? Do you, I mean, because I'm, I'm basically from what I'm, what I'm seeing from this, I'm thinking this is just Vince getting everything that he wants out of the way until Heyman takes over. So, do you not see where, um, you know, there is a bright side? You know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Like we say, because we think we're, we're not under the impression that Heyman and Bischoff are no. running, you know. But again, Heyman, Heyman has been has aligned himself with Brock Lesnar forever. They're friends. They're personal friends. You look after your friends, you know. Yeah. It's, like with, it's like with Triple H when he's in charge. Um, all of a sudden, people that are friends with Triple H, like, oh, Charlotte Flair's had nine titles, you know. That doesn't just happen by accident, you know. Mm. So in that sense, he's going to look after Brock Lesnar one way or another. I just hope that, like I said before, they build more convincing stories, keep him away from the title picture, but still keep him as an attraction. Because when he was facing Triple H at SummerSlam, when he was facing CM Punk, when he was facing Ambrose, I was, I was looking forward to the Lesnar match because yeah. I do like watching Lesnar wrestle, you know, yeah. or do, do what he does. It's entertaining, but not as, a ta- not as a champion, it's not. You know, as soon as I see him with the title, it just makes me sick, you know? It's just, oh, I can't stand it. All right, there we go. Speaking of which, um, so, uh, since we've been we've talking... We've got AOB now. Is that yeah, sure. So um with AOB, um speaking of which, I think you're gonna say the same thing, right? The battle royal. So the, yeah, I've just seen it pop up on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. So a cross brand all star top ten battle royal will determine Brock Lesnar's summer summer opponent. Uh tonight on Raw D B was scheduled to be in. Um, but he will now not be in the Battle Royal. Uh, the Trump people are Baron Corbin, um, uh, Braun Strowman, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio, Cesaro, Sami Zayn, Bobby Lashley, uh, of course, uh, Roman Reigns and uh, Seth Rollins, and Big E. That's so, a weird, isn't it? <laughs> like, why, why not include Joe in there? Okay, so he lost them, but now give Joe some. Do you know what I mean? It just, yeah. it's like the other thing as well. So Baron Corbin's in there. What what was the purpose of last night where it yeah. said last chance? What what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything, does it? No, does that mean yeah. it was just the last chance that Seth Rollins his title? You know, or like because he's it's literally the next night and he's got a yeah. chance again. And he's got a chance to no, do it again. Yeah, it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. I don't think he's going to win it though. Just off the top of your head, then, as a quick fire round, who do you think's winning it? Just looking at that list. My cynical side says Reigns. Fucking hope My, uh... yeah, because if I if I say my hopeful side, it's not realistic, and Cesaro's not going to win it. Well, this is what I'm saying. So I, I mean, I, I would love to pick Cesaro, but I think Strowman's winning it. 
So it's either it's like it's, it's, say... it's Reigns is going. It's either Reigns, Rollins, or Randy Orton that's going to win it. I think it's going to be Reigns, Reigns, Strowman, or Lashley. That's what I would call personally. I can't because this match effectively is going to headline SummerSlam. Yeah. You know, when Randy Orton and Brock faced at SummerSlam, no one was into it. Can't see why they would. Um, like you say, the obvious choice is Reigns, Reigns and Brock again. No, man, what does that? What, what would that make? Fifteen times? I'm stupid. Oh, I wouldn't give a shit. I really wouldn't get. Like, I'm flying to. Um, I'm flying to Miami that day. Um, so I'll arrive in Miami for nine-ish in the evening. So, um, you know, and I'll arrive at my granddad's for about, what, 10 o'clock after all security and dropping there. So I'll probably watch the next day. I'll probably watch, um, SummerSlam on, on uh, network. And then, um, later on that evening, I will review with you. Um, so I won't watch it live, but um, you know, it. I'll just watch well, we'll, it. Yeah, we'll assess that when we get to it. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got internet. It, so. You know, we, we've got internet, so it's fine. Um, but um, if it comes up to be a main match, which is as bullshit as Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar then it will be very, very hard to be motivated to watch. Yeah. So I'll be honest with you. As much as I've seen that before, I would still rather see that than Randy Orton. <laughs> Just because you know I how to feel about Randy. And I've seen Randy Brock anyway, so I'm like, Ugh. Like you say, there's loads of people on the roster that aren't even contention for that. What about KO? You know, why ain't he in there? Exactly. KO, KO, KO another one. Could, yeah, KO versus Brock could be quite cool. Why ain't Alice the Black in there? You know, but Cesaro is. That don't make no sense. You know? Um, um, there was another, another one, one as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for the women's, uh, Natty, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Carmella, one of them's going to face Becky at SummerSlam. That's good. I like that. Um, I hope it's Naomi. I hope it's Carmella. Yeah, or Carmella. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad. But Naomi, a little bit more so, because she's not being given anything. Um, Carmella's, you know, had a little bit of TV. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not enough. I agree. But you know, you know, Naomi hasn't been given jack shit. Yeah, Naomi, since. Cool. Yeah, you so know, for her just to come out of the blue and go boom, title shot, we'll be like, oh fuck, this is, this is a good way to redeem yourself now, and get oh. back into that spotlight. I'm going to say something a bit odd mm-hmm. that I don't that I'll, to describe something like this. But, so I'm going to use the word. It will be incredibly cringeworthy to see Alexa Bliss win this match because. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because Vince McMahon or whoever's booking <laughs> this show will not be hiding any favoritism at all if she wins and goes on to SummerSlam. You know what I mean? I'll be like yeah. again. Seriously, You've had two you for know? two for Bailey and now another one. For, for Becky, <laughs> no, that'll be, be ridiculous. Incredibly cringeworthy, you know. So, as much as I'm not really a fan of Natty, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Natty over Alexa this time round because you know it just kills it otherwise. Mm-hmm. You know, again though, there should be more women involved in that too. Really, yeah. where's where's Liv Morgan at? 
Well, where's uh, where's Sarah Logan at? Where's Dana Brooke at? That's a good question, but where's well, well Ruby Riot injured? Wouldn't be surprised if Ronda Rousey come out and won it. <laughs> She's nah. not pregnant yet, by all accounts. Uh, another AOB, uh, Raw Reunion, coming next week. Um, I don't understand why. Well, I do. It's a pop rating show, yeah. essentially, isn't it? You say ratings are dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, pop rating show. That's, that's why. Literally, that's literally the answer to all the <laughs> questions right now. Why? Because yeah. ratings are shit. That's why. Yeah, because ratings. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, I'm not complaining. Well, actually, if it's anything like the 25th anniversary of Raw, then I'd just rather not, to be honest with you, because a lot of it was cringy. Like, even the stunner on Vince, a classic WWE thing to see, and it was like, well, how did that that look bad? How did you make that look bad and it still looked bad? Um, For me... Let's see. I'm looking forward to see what happens. Well, for me, these kind of, like... um, celebration type shows or when you're bringing legends back and all the rest of it I am incredibly bored of them because it's it's the same ones keep circulating that have got like nothing else on for me right um, if you're going to do a reunion one the only time I'm going to get no Sting's coming in this one he hasn't came in any one before I don't know he was at Ric Flair's thing just before Mania yeah you know so he's about um for me, though, the one, the name that's going to be the draw for me to watch, I'm going to watch it anyway, but for me, that would be like, wow, would be bringing back The Rock. If, if you can get The Rock on your show, that's going to be something. You nah, know, because he like, comes back anyway. When you, no, yeah, he ain't been back for ages. Yeah, he but you still, like, you still see him now and again. He hasn't been back for such a long time. What, when, two, three years is when, the last time he was back? Yeah, maybe longer. It's been a while. You know, when, um, what was I going to say about The Rock? Um, oh, yeah, Raw 1000, you know, where it had like a purposeful finish, where CM Punk yeah. dropped The Rock at the end. That's yeah. what I want to see. You know, I want to see a little bit of edginess in there. I don't want to just see, see I just don't want to see Stone Cold and yeah, Kevin Owens. Yeah, tribute, yeah, tribute, yeah, just That's doing it. The Austin and Kevin Owens both doing stunners for them, each of the McMahons. That's all it's going to be, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's going to be Hulk Hogan's on it though, right? He's going to be there, so that's something. Oh, I'm not seeing him. I thought he was. I thought his name was on it, but again, Hogan's not doing anything anyway. You know, Um, Razor Ramon be back. Yeah, again, he's another one that's always around. When you see see someone how powerful like The Rock is, you know, and as well, um, all right, so someone that has been around fairly more recently, uh, John Cena. Get John Cena back on the show. He'll pull. Yeah, I think he'll be back. Hillpool viewers. I mean, he wasn't on their list of names that they announced during the show last night, but Cena and The Rock, if you get those two back on, you're talking. You know, I'm not interested in any of these crocs. <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> crocs. <laughs> trust. Like, if, if Sting's going to be on the show, that worries me for a potential Undertaker build-up, and I'll be like, oh, no. Um, so, the, the people that's supposed to be in this reunion show, and it's all ones that we always see, it's Shawn Michaels, Austin, yeah. Razor Ramon, Diesel, X-Pac, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Ted DeBias, uh, Bischoff. Um, Ted DeBias? Is that how yeah. you pronounce his name? Not Ted yeah, DeBias? Ted... <laughs> nah, Ted DeBias. That is such a I've weird always, pronunciation. I've always pronounced it like that. 
Okay, that's like me with Andrade, Cien, Almas. Yeah. Don't forget. Never forget. Um. Yeah, maybe Undertaker. Do you think Undertaker will do it, even though he's part of like the, Under- the script anyway? Do you think Undertaker is going to be like on the other part of the page where he's at down as active talent, which is unsettling. <laughs> so, <laughs> with all of these, Razor Ramon, uh, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Hart, Sergeant Slaughter, Ted, uh, how many how many years is that combined together in one particular event? Yeah. <laughs> that event. Trust that me. has to be about 300, 400 yeah. years. <laughs> you, know, you know Vince is putting himself on the show as well, so don't forget he's seventy odd years or however old he is. So that's about that's half that's half a century. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there'll probably be more there'll probably be more like a thousand, to be honest. I'm sure Foley are well in. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot Foley. I think Foley is in there actually. You know, no Foley. doubt Foley are probably rolling. Again, like well, I want to see someone random. I want to see like Ken Shamrock come back or something. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's really odd, or like yeah, Steve Blackman, like you mentioned earlier. Steve like, Blackman or Al Snow Christian. or bloody Val Venus. I see Christian was down, but Edge wasn't down. Edge uh, or even Dudley Boys. I mean, they've come yeah, before. Uh, well, Steve, but... Steve on yeah. was lifted, but Bully, but Bubba Ray, Bully Ray wasn't. Mm. So. Whether he, uh, it's because they've got ties with other companies. Yeah, yeah, they can't think, do it because of contracts. I think that's what a lot of it is. I think uh, Vince is obviously getting them all out of Raw, and he's going to sit them all down and make them sign some waiver. <laughs> and you can't go anywhere else for the next period until you die, effectively. So, look yeah. forward to that. That's next week, isn't it? Yeah, that's week. Yeah, at Tampa, the uh, destination for yeah, so, WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, because my mate John texted me, like, we we text as the show's on live, and uh, he was saying, oh, it's in Tampa, and I was like, oh, that's literally, that's literally going to, because it'd probably be the last one before Mania, like, in terms of being in Tampa, so um, it's literally going to be the last pull for, like, all the locals that would go to Mania to kind of get them on board, yeah. you know? But, what, so early? Yeah, definitely, they always do it, They're, like, they start okay. focusing a year out. You know, right, the fact okay. that they've been putting up, like, even at the London shows after it finished, they put up yeah, Tampa, yeah, 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 that's 2020, right. so, yeah, mm-hmm. trust me, mate. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really got any more to add, really. <laughs> no, no, that's it. That's all AOBs to mention, um, as well as that. So, um, yeah, uh, cool. we will be back same time, same day, Friday, with the Raw and SmackDown and other... Uh, review so um, thanks we will a lot be, for sticking be back to review Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar in the coming days oh don't say that oh, mate uh, give, give the fans give what the fans want Orton and Orton and Lesnar oh don't end on that <laughs> Please you know what the, the reason why I think it will be is because he's been away for a while now because of that yeah. neck injury yeah might finish him off uh, but actually, <laughs> Yeah, actually, if it finishes him off, yeah, sod it. Randy Orton versus Lesnar, let's have it. <laughs> See you later, guys. Take care. Have a good one. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. 
Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.